Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Here's Brady's pass. Caught ball. Touchdown, Mike Evans. Could this be the end of the Brady era? The Rich Eisen Show. Well, he's the sports person of the year. He is the ultimate competitor. He is the greatest winner in the history of the sport. And he's saying that winning's a relief now. Today's guests, Pro Football Hall of Famer, Chris Carter, Louisiana running back, Amani Bailey, Rams quarterback, Matthew Stafford, plus Alabama quarterback and Heisman Trophy finalist, Bryce Young. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Oh, uh, yes. Oh, yes. Welcome Woo-hoo! to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Everybody, give us a, a, hey! give ourselves a round of applause. Hey, hey, hey. Sexual chocolate. Uh, I just, Why'd we do that? I don't know. <laughs> if not us, who? If not now, one. That's my philosophy, Good as point. you know. Welcome, welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. I think we've been having great shows lately. So that's why. I mean, that's, that's why we're just giving. Let's just do it again. I mean, hey! I just. Hey, hey, hey. All right. Is it because Mike's not here? Um, oh. He's not? Oh, hey. Hey. Jay Phil. Jay Phil. Jay Phil. Jay Phil. Good to see you, Brockman. How are you, sir? Hey, good, good. Uh, TJ Jefferson, how are you? I mean, I'm great. Have man. you lit the candle yet? The candle's just Candles been lit. lit. TJ's candle been lighting candles. Not, he's yeah. been lighting candles yeah. to start shows. I mean, it smells good in here, and the ambiance it well, creates is amazing. Y- you know and, what's lit? You know. The candle's lit on week 14 of the National Football League season. I was going to come on the air. I was going to come on the air and talk about tonight's Thursday night football game yeah, right game. off the bat between the Vikings and the Steelers. And it looks like Dalvin Cook, like the Undertaker's getting up. Don't. He might be playing tonight. And 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 uh, and and you know the, there is lots to discuss in this game. We'll get to that in a second. But you know it's lit. The candle being lit for Week 14 is uh, uh, your Dallas Cowboys, uh, T.J. Jefferson. Yes. Yes, indeed. This is great because it just happened about 15 minutes ago and TJ was getting settled in his chair and he's getting settled in his oh, business. Did I and miss something? And he, and, oh, yeah, you did. And, and he's getting ready for which candle he's lighting. Why was and I he's getting a video? He's, you're, at, you're, you're doing your business. That's how I was handling mine. You're doing say. your business. I was handling mine. <laughs> but a few moments ago, Mike McCarthy appeared. Oh. Yes. As you know, he had COVID-19. Uh, he's back. He is back. He, he did not coach in last week's win in New Orleans to kick off week 13, week Baker's dozen, one week ago today. And, you know, I, 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 um, I got uh, COVID over the summer, as you know, and I've told everybody here it was, it was, a, it was a, a, uh, an experience. It, not pleasant. It, it, it definitely re-al- it altered the way I look at things and the way I feel about things. And, yeah, you know, and I, I, 
I think I became a little bit more mouthy on a couple of subjects because of that. <laughs> you had firsthand experience. I have. You know, I had and don't. I have. Mike McCarthy's come back from COVID-19, and he has just said the following about taking on the Washington football team in FedEx Field this weekend. And I am putting on my glasses to make sure I am reading what I am seeing. And, oh, yes, that is accurate. Quote, we're going to win this game. I'm confident in that. Oh, End quote. Is that a guarantee? That's an NFL head coach in 2021 guaranteeing a victory. I mean, when, when asked about, hey, you know, this is bulletin board material, but quote, what am I supposed to say? I mean, I fully got expect it right. to yeah. win every game I've ever competed in. They've worked hard. We're working hard, but we're clearly planning on going to Washington and winning the game. There's no doubt about that. End quote. Mike McCarthy, everybody. Yeah, wow. that's my coach. You know what I'm saying? Wow. What, exactly. What's he supposed to say? Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. As a matter of fact, that's the <laughs> COVID has turned him into Bill Walton. I'm I mean, we didn't we didn't call up the the riders in the Metroplex to see did he take his bike to work? <laughs> did he win all the time? Dude. Every coach expects to win. Every coach goes yeah. in feeling like that. But Mike McCarthy said it. I love just it. Just like out there. I love that. This is the guy where he came on the show during the uh, post-draft last year. We had him on post-draft last year. And I said, kept asking a bunch of questions about the season coming up, whatever. And he just played it in between. He even said at one point, I forget what the issue was. He even said at one point, I know what you're asking me, you know, and I know I don't want to give it another news cycle is what he basically said. <laughs> I forget what that was. He, I forget. You're right. Do you remember that? I, don't, yeah, yeah, I just yeah, don't yeah, want yeah. to it answer to it and give Dak, it another right? news cycle. Because he knows the way it works. Yeah, he and he's just come back. You know, the antibodies are just flowing in hey. him right now. <laughs> Rich, maybe he stared death in the face and was like, you know what? I don't he, care no more. He just <laughs> gave He just gave the 2021 Season a booster shot. <laughs> what happened to Mike McCarthy in the last 10 days? He's coming out. He's back in the top. <laughs> it's Dallas Washington week. We know this rivalry. Yeah, we, we know like it. them. We, we know like it. Them. You, I know, but kids today, they're like, you know. They're all friends. It's Well, that's why I'm here to keep the rivalry Washington alive. And Washington, Washington and Dallas, that, that's our era, you know. This era is, is it really... Is it really – everyone keeps talking about Dallas and other teams. The NFC East has been down for a while. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, Richard. If we go 2-14 like, and you, beat Washington, I'd be kind of happy. I keep saying the wrong – it's no longer millennials. What generation is this now? Are we out of letters? Uh, Z. Okay. Yeah, this is Z. We asked the Generation Z people, who was the Dallas Cowboys rival, right? What would they say? Green Bay? Bucks? What would they say? Would they say Washington? No. I don't think that would be low on the list, right? Giants. Or would it be the but Eagles? He just went into this Eagles. week where the people who are in charge of the organization circle the game. Mm. And he said, I just want to see, we're going to win the game. We're going to win the game. Now, of course, grown-ass men who are paid to play on Sundays don't need that extra motivation. No. But they do. Do they? Yeah. Guess what? They're gonna go all into. Eh, you just gave the beat riders in Washington like a bouquet. This is the greatest thing. I I don't recall hearing this sort of thing from a coach. This is amazing, Mike McCarthy. Everybody. Well, hey, Rich. Glad to have you back, healthy. Sir. I know. I know. This is Confidence. my department, but 
since he said that, the line has moved from Cowboys minus four and a half to Cowboys minus four. So the, <laughs> the betters are thinking the other way. <laughs> you don't talk to Taylor Heineke like that. That's Las Vegas, Nevada. Love it. Love it. Uh, we are uh, we're scrounging right now. Uh, the folks at home, our top-notch staff at home, um, we're, we're, we're scrubbing. We're going to get that soundbite. I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, I need to hear the tone. Well, I mean, what am I supposed to say, says Mike McCarthy. When we're, I mean, hey, he is right about that, though. Yeah, but yeah. every coach can. You think Belichick expected to win in Buffalo going into Monday Night Football? 100%. Yeah, 100%. Because he knows I've got the game plan. I've got this. I've yeah. got that. I know what's going on. I know how to... I know how to stop their run game. Certainly, if if Mother Nature is going to help us out. Do you think tonight Mike Tomlin's confident going into Minnesota and winning this football game? Is Ben still playing? Never say <laughs> never, but never. Seriously, every coach <laughs> yeah, feels this way. Every coach is. feels this way. Certainly, with a team that's got an above five hundred record, which the Steelers have. So can I say something? If, if every coach feels yeah, this way, baby. Yeah, baby. what's the big deal with him saying it? Because, because this is, I don't know, because you don't hear him talk this way. You don't hear a cowboy coach talk this way. Did the, Jimmy Johnson ever say this going into Washington? Did Gibbs ever say this going into Dallas? Did he, I mean, I'd have to bet Jimmy Johnson, he was probably said a lot of things. Did Jimmy Johnson say and, going into Washington, we're going to win this football game? I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, this but, is back in the day, but this is great stuff. I love it. I'm not killing him for it. Oh, no, this I know you're not. I'm just... <laughs> I never kill anybody for giving me a soundbite to talk about. I love that. That's yeah. good for you. I'd love it more of it. I want to hear more of it. I I wish... I want to hear more of it. Brockman always says people should be their real selves, and I think... This goes back to the NFC like East days of Jimmy Johnson saying, I didn't see, uh, you know, Buddy out there is running his fat ass back <laughs> to the locker room, right? So I'm pretty sure Jimmy said something to didn't this Didn't Jimmy effect. say that about Buddy, or did Buddy say that about Jimmy? I think Jimmy said that about Buddy. <laughs> easy to figure out chris you put in cowboys fat ass into google (laughs) and i guarantee you'll get the answer in those three words into the old google machine might get more than that (laughs) yeah i don't know man it might be dangerous cowboy there you go jimmy well my safe search wasn't on and i'm gonna tell you something (laughs) i don't know kid don't put that in google okay (laughs) so we're gonna ask chris carter about this he's first up on this show and the reason why we booked him is he's his uh, he's one of our favorite voices to talk about the Vikings organization with all due respect to Philadelphia Eagles fans. Um, he, he, he's got, um, you know, finger on the pulse about the National Football League. Chris Carter, Pro Football Hall of Famer, is going to be joining us here on this show as the Vikings take on the Steelers tonight. And this is week 14 of the NFL. And this is the rubber meet in the road now. Last teams on a bye have already played their 13th game. Everybody else is playing their 13th game this week. And then we're going to enter the final four games of the regular season back in the day, as in last year and every other year, when there has been 16 regular season games, we're going to enter the final quarter of the season. And we kind of already have right now. And you could label tonight's game Steelers versus Vikings, the battle of the disappointments. I know a lot of people thought that the Steelers weren't going to be very good going into the year because they figured the way that they lost last year would be the way that they begin this year, and they won in Western New York against the Bills team that has subsequently showed they're going to be up and down. If you catch them on the day that you're down, you can get them, certainly in uh, Western New York, as the Colts did and the Patriots just did. So there's that. 
And then the Steelers went on a nice little mini run in the in the uh, month of October and touch of November, and then they've hit a wall. Ben gets COVID. He's out. Lions, they tie. He comes back. They light it up in SoFi, still lose that game, then get lit up by the Bengals, and then beat the Ravens. Go figure. Go figure. So what Steelers team are you going to get tonight? No idea. As they enter this game 6-5-1. and one. Six, five, and one. They're in the mix. They can win the division or miss the playoffs. And then you've got the Vikings. Honestly, I think since McCarthy was talking plain English today, I I think their 2021 video that every team makes a video based on the season or used to back in the day, NFL films used to make one for a team. I think Bob Costas once upon a time voiced the St. Louis Cardinal seasons for NFL films. (laughs) Vikings 2021 season. What the hell? I think that's what it is. What the hell? You take a look at their 2021 campaign. Can you put up their schedule, please, Mr. Hoskins? Minnesota Vikings schedule. I've got it right here. At the Cincinnati Bengals, game goes into overtime. Looks like they're about to win. Dalvin Cook fumbles. They lose. What the hell? Then they go into Arizona next week. Dalvin Cook is lighting it up. He gets hurt towards the end of it. And they wind up still having a chance to win it with a field goal at the end. They missed it. What the hell? Then they come back home against Seattle and they get their first win of the season before welcoming in Cleveland to their house. And they they actually stop that Cleveland offense. They can't put any points on the board against a Cleveland team that had earlier in the year been lit up by even Houston and Davis Mills, right? What the hell? They barely beat Detroit. They go to Carolina and win a crazy-ass game there. And they're 500. Okay, they go into bye week, 500. And they get Cooper Rush in their house. Lose to him. What the hell? Then they go to Baltimore, where they go up by two scores, and it looks like they're going to spank the Ravens in the bank in Baltimore and still lose that one. What the hell? Then they go to the Los Angeles. They get the Los Angeles Chargers. In, in their house. And people are doing a skull chant in Los, Los Angeles. And they win that one. And then they get Green Bay in their house. And Aaron Rodgers with his toe and everything's coming in. And he's still playing well with the toe and everything else. And they beat him. And now suddenly, they're back to 5-5. Five and five. Great. Then they lose at San Francisco, in which Dalvin Cook has his shoulder separated again but the coach says it's not that bad he could potentially play this week at Detroit he doesn't and they go to Detroit and lose that one and now they're two games under 500 literally Minnesota Vikings 2021 what the hell and now they've got the Steelers in their house and the Steelers have got a ton to play for and you must think certainly since the Packers have an opportunity with those Steelers win tonight to clinch the division this week. And if you look at the NFC standings coming into week 14, the Minnesota Vikings sniffing it at five and seven right now, still only one game out of the playoffs. However, a team that they've lost to in the 49ers is sitting there right in front of them. The Eagles are in between them as they're on a bye week right now. So they're not going to go anywhere. They're sitting there at six and seven. 
And then you got the Washington football team that's about to win a game because Dallas just actually guaranteed it going in. You know the way that works. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, right. So you got the, the Vikings at 5-8. and eight. Can they still be sniffing it? Yeah, I guess. But this would be a dreadful loss. At home, short week. Steelers are up and down themselves. Is this another what-the-hell game for them? Because they've got Cousins playing as well as he's played. If Cook is healthy, he's lighting it up. When he's not, the guy comes off the $10 bill in Alexander Madison, and he does pretty damn well. Justin Jefferson is as good as they get. I guarantee you when I bring up his name, Chris Carter's about to glow. And it's not just because they you know, used to both wear purple. He wears purple, and, and Justin currently does. Come on now. Thielen's hurt, but he was always there too. I don't know, man. I don't know. Harrison Smith went healthy, and he's been healthy more than not. It's one of the best players in the game. Rodgers says he's got to constantly circle him. Yep. What the hell? I mean, fair question. So, teams. Chris Carter's going to be joining us on this program. Uh, the Rams had their get-right game after three straight weeks of what the hell. Um, Matthew Stafford is on this program. And the Los Angeles Rams quarterback, a lot of discussion about him not feeling great, him not being well, Robert Woods being out. Offense now is off center completely. Odell is there. What about this team against the Cardinals? We had Chandler Jones on yesterday. We're being fair and balanced for this game. Um, It also helps to be the host of Monday Night Football on Westwood One Radio. Both guys will be out there on Monday night to wrap up a Week 14 that begins tonight. Matthew Stafford on this program. Bryce Young, who may be two days away from winning the Heisman Trophy. Or a lot of people expect him to be two days away from winning the Heisman Trophy. Kid from Modern Day High School here in California, now playing for Nick Saban, meaning I will now get to ask a third consecutive quarterback (laughs) at the wheel of this team. The Alabama Crimson Tide, the question of, What's the most pissed off you've made, Nick Saban? I've asked that of Tua. I asked that of Mac Jones. I'm about to ask that of Bryce Young. And then we give out our final regular season Gorilla Glue Toughest Player on Planet Earth award of this season. It's been a fun run and a fun run for Amani Bailey, a freshman running back for the Louisiana, Louisiana Ragin' Cajuns. He took one to the house to seal the Sun Belt Championship over Appalachian State, and anytime you beat Appalachian State, you're going to get some glue from here, too. <laughs> because we're settling all family business this year on the steps right now. Everybody's getting some Man. shrapnel from this desk. Now, might even include Matthew Stafford. You know, our, uh, yeah, little, our uh, alma maters are going at it in a few weeks. And I'm sitting taller in the chair, and Mike McCarthy is coming out just totally no he is out of f's to give none <laughs> which is great that's the way also you should coach give me your truth man give me your truth 844204 rich is the number for you to dial here on this show what's more likely is that what we're calling our news what's segment? more likely we we, we we uh it's a it's a raging hit Huge. sort of like the cajuns raging <laughs> Yeah. And uh, so where Brockman gives me a few items coming up yeah. on the the sports weekend that technically begins tonight uh, about what's more likely. Another let's round go. of applause, guys. Let's, Great hey, first block. Hey, let's go. Hey, block. All right. Good answer. We'll take a break right now. Chris Carter, Hall of Famer, will join us right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Oh, yeah. Where did he go to school? Oh, this is going to be great. This is going to be great. 
Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. This is the Rich Eisen Show. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Okay, before we bring in Chris Carter, let's set up this, uh, let's set up the first item up for bids, which is, this is what Mike McCarthy had to say today. You know, we're, we're going to win this game. Um, I'm confident in that and just, to, you know, the prep that's going into it. Uh, but, you know, more importantly, we're going to, you know, we want to improve too along the way. So I think that's all part about what the challenge of December football gives you. You said we're going to win this game. I'm confident in that. Do you think that could be taking this bulletin board material? I mean, what, what am I supposed to say? I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I, we fully, I fully expect to win every game I've ever competed in. I mean, that's that's what sports is all about. That's what the NFL. I, I trust me. I understand how hard it is. Um, they're working hard. We're working hard. But yeah, we, we we're clearly planning on going, to, you know, to Washington to win the game. I mean, there's there's no doubt about that. Oof. No doubt. Football Hall of Famer who's been there and done that and knows so much from the tip of his finger than most people know in their body about football. Joining me here on the Rich Eisen Show once again on the Mercedes Benz Van phone line is Chris Carter. How are you, Chris? Rich, how are you and your family doing? We're buddy? better. We're good, man. We're good. How are you doing? How's your family? You're good? Everybody fine? My family's good, but I'm just going to tell you, Rich, yes. that I've had a rough two weeks, man. <laughs> What's happened? What's happened in the last I mean, two weeks, serious. Chris? I mean, I thought COVID, battling COVID for the last two years, but mm-hmm. when you look at it two weeks ago, yeah, Harbaugh gets his first win <laughs> against Ohio State. I knew you weren't going to bring that up, but I'm, I'm that kind of guy. <laughs> I would just bring it up to just get it out there. Okay. And then last week, my Vikings, they go and lose to the winless Lions. 
So I'm truly, man, every flag that, that, that I pass is at half mass. Okay. Um, can I tell you about my last two weeks, Chris? Can I float, float, float on since you, since you haven't participated in a long time. Go ahead. No, no, it's okay. It's okay, it's, it's okay Chris. Uh, I'm, I'm living in the here Thank and you. now. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be present uh, as a host, as a father, um, as a football fan. You know, I'm trying to – that's about being present – you know, certainly for those who, who you love, and I have nothing but love and affection for you. Um, so we dropped 42 on Ohio State, um, which then countered by hiring a new defensive coordinator and then uh, uh, having um, uh, a quarterback who is one of the top. They're going to hire a new defensive coordinator, Rich. Mm, even if you'd beaten Michigan, that was going to happen? Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Yeah, if you if you watch what was going on in Columbus, if you watch that run defense, mm-hmm. the lack oh, of I responsibility. Did. Yeah, I did. And our linebacker play, uh, that has to be some of the worst linebacker play I've seen in Ohio State, man, maybe 40 years. And then and then for Notre Dame, right, to lose their coach, and I do love Marcus Freeman, who comes from your uh, neck of the woods. I know you must know right. Marcus well. Um, and I had a great chat with him yesterday. But for Notre Dame to then be uh, 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 denied a seat at the college football playoff table because Michigan then went on and won the Big Ten championship, it's just been great. It's been really great. You know, my food tastes better. The air is cleaner. Um, I feel like I'm sitting up straighter. Right, guys? Do I feel like – am I – Oh, oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. Yeah, so – uh, yeah. Well, the weather's not better because I'm in Southern California, and I know what you're looking. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so don't, don't it has been raining. That. It has been raining. It has been raining. Uh, okay, so the, I, I did come on the air and say the Vikings. If if we had to make a, a you know the annual video about their season, the annual seasonal video, it would be called "What the Hell," you know. Like so, what 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 is happening? Like to what do you attribute this Viking season so far going into this big Thursday nighter? Chris, what do you have for me? Well, on that? for one, when you look at the roster over the last five or six years, like this is not the most talented team that Zimmer's had um, there with the Vikings. Mm-hmm. And defensively, I mean, they're not nearly the type of defense that Zimmer would, you know, put his name on. Um, Kirk Cousins has played amazing. He has. The, the wide receivers, excuse me? He has. He absolutely has, and Je- Je- Jefferson is one of the – you would make a list of top five guys in the league. You'd have to include him. You'd have to. Yeah, and, and yeah. I wasn't a huge Kirk Cousins fan, and I do realize that there's only so many real elite quarterbacks in this league, but when you get out of that group, um, Kirk Cousins is going to be at the top of that next group as far as guys competent week in and week out and their ability to throw the football. So um, also, if you look at some of their leaders and how they've attacked COVID, you knew that they were going to have a hodgepodge of guys missing games. Um, I'm very close to that organization, and I know a lot of their leaders and their best players are not vaccinated. (laughs) So it's just a matter of time before the Russian roulette where there is a bullet in the chamber and you start losing a lot of guys. So losing close games, that's not uh, Zimmer's mantra. So that's what it's been since week number one when Tennessee um, beats him late on a kick. Do you think Zimmer's coaching for his gig right now, Chris? Um, I think the Will family has done a good job, but 
what would you say that he's done to ensure that he should continue with the program? Because he's been there long enough to have his program established. And when you look at what's going on in Green Bay, look what's going on in Chicago, um, we know Detroit has been basically the same for a long time. I wouldn't be surprised if the Vikings um, made a move. Hmm. And uh, so, and I know this is difficult to have that conversation because you're you're tight with the organization, and I know you don't want to be seen as speaking for it. But just in terms of watching this team and what they're missing, what do you think they are missing? What is the missing ingredient right here, Chris? Well, we know with the injuries and everything, they just can't get to the quarterback. It's hard for them to turn the ball over. Um, Dalvin Cook, you know, outside of Jefferson, their best offensive player, his inability to stay on the field and be healthy because they're a different offense when he's in the lineup. And that's been off and on for the last three years. So those are some of the components that, you lead you to mediocrity in the NFL. Well, it seems like he, my colleague from the NFL Network, Tom Palacero, says that uh, it looks like a, a trending for Cook to play tonight. Um, are you concerned about his viability to come back from what appears to be a torn labrum within 10 days? Chris? I mean, that labrum is serious. We've got a lot of guys playing with torn ones, and they're trying to make it to the offseason to get that surgery. But if you look at Dalvin, I mean, he's battled you know, on and off the field all season to try to stay healthy. And when you look at that injury when it happened, you thought it was far more severe than what it is. And he's going to try to get back in there. But but what does that mean? I mean, how many snaps legitimately? And is he the elite player, you know, with a partially torn labrum um, compared to the player that we're used to seeing? Chris Carter here on the Rich Eisen Show. And so uh, do you think that this is, in fact, Big Ben's final year? Or my buddy Adam Schefter reporting that he's told a bunch of people what we, I think, all assumed based on the way that his contract was uh, set up for this year, that this is his last year. Do you, do you see a quarterback that is on his last year right now, Chris? Any quarterback that has Ben's age and tenure in the league, and I don't care if you play with one franchise, I mean, New England let Tom Brady go. Not after having a bad year, (laughs) because they were just moving on. Um, Eli Manning, if you look at him at the end of his career, even if Ben had a three-year contract, his play has dictated that he's going to be moving on. You you can talk about the contract, and that's just just a matter of, of having a conversation. But his overall play, Ben Roethlisberger, is not in the top 25 quarterbacks that we have in the NFL. So why would he continue? Like, it's time to give that spot. The NFL is a young man's game. And at some point, all of us, that's the one thing we all have in common. <laughs> Me and Moss used to talk about it. He'd be like, hey, man, but what you think? I said, bro, one day there's going to be a guy show up, sit in your locker, bigger, faster, and stronger than you. That's who you are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So it happens to all of us, man. It's not foreign. Joe Montana, what happened to him? Steve Young. But his play has dictated that his tenure in Pittsburgh is, is over. So you literally said to DeMoss back in the day, I know you're that guy for me. You're that guy for me to sit in this locker. I'm, uh, you know, you're putting up a Hall of Fame career with your resume. <laughs> and you say that to Randy Moss to his face. That's what you said. Yeah, that's the reality, Rich. I mean, 
the people that know me and the people are my friends, they know that Chris will tell you the truth. Yes. And that was my reality. It, it helped me throughout my career. Most like, what's your goal? I'm trying to play three or four more years. Go to a few more Pro Bowls, catch 80, 90, catch 10 touchdowns. Yeah. Have you dragged some of that coverage away from me? Yeah, that's what I plan on doing. But the bigger, stronger, faster is here, 1998. That's what Dennis Green, when he, when he announced that pick, that's what that meant. <laughs> Right, and then obviously Brady's in a whole different class, I would imagine, because of of how well he's playing at the age that he's playing right now, and it really is his choice that Father Time still hasn't knocked on his door, and even even Tom, it's going to. And in the and the and you know, I, I want to read you this quote from a Sports Illustrated piece that was put out as Tom won the Sports Person of the Year award just this week. And, and, and get your two cents on this. Brady talking about the challenging part of playing football for him right now. If anything, he said, I think it's the emotional aspect of football for me. When we lose, it's depressing. When we win, it's a relief. It's not like the joy, the happiness. It's a relief because when we win, sometimes just winning isn't good enough for you because you expect perfection. And when you expect perfection and it's less than perfect, you feel there's a down part to that. What do you think when you hear that from Tom Brady? Well, Rich, I'm, I've been very fortunate to be around Tom his whole career. And there's certain things that elite people in any field, and Tom is the one in our field, that we can say, like I've been associated with the league since the, the mid-'80s. I don't know how Tom is feeling. <laughs> no player in history has won as much as him. No player in history had a – turned around the franchise like he did in New England and then have the best coach in football give up on him before. I know Father Time knocked on the door in New England, but Tom told him it's the wrong address. You have to come check me out in Tampa, man, because I'm getting ready to go there. So <laughs> I do understand the relief from the expectations, but it's the preparation that typically gets the older players. It's how do I sit in these meetings five or six hours a day with these 20-year-olds and they're talking about things that are irrelevant. How do I stay focused? The games are easy. It's the other six days and harnessing those emotions that it takes to build a play at an elite level and do it consistently for a long time. And Tom Brady, you know, he is the poster boy for that. Yeah. And I, I, to me, when I saw that quote, I was saying that sounds like a coach, right? Like you, you've been around coaches mm -hmm. that were at the end of long runs and and Bill Parcells. That sounds like him, his Hall of Fame speech. Right. You know, like it, it or, or I, I heard it from um, Jim Mora once told me Vermeil told me and I hope Vermeil gets to be in that bust gallery with you this year. He deserves it. Um, that he told me that the, the losses and the just the, the depression from the losses lasted way longer than any of the excitement over a win. And then you hear that the winningest guy in the history of winning, and we assume that's why he still does it, because he can win and he loves the competition and he loves being around the guys and he just loves all of it, that the wins are a relief. I thought to myself, wow, okay, maybe he really is at the end. Because I, I believe he can play till 50 if he wants. The question is the challenge. And in that, the challenge isn't the physical aspect. It's the mental is what we're just hearing from that. That's what I took from, um, you know. There are challenges. The biggest challenge is mentally. But don't think that the physical part is not. Football is a physical game. Right. 
And if you could see even um, stat that had Tom running at the fastest speed he's ever run at in the game, still every play, his career is in jeopardy. So there's anxiety. Like, he's just not out there playing checkers, man. No, there's an opportunity that he can get hurt. So the physical is always there. Right. It's always there, even though they try to legislate hitting out of it. But, no, every week a guy is trying to make his career by clocking Tom Brady. Knock Tom Brady off the game. Every week for over 20 years. That's a lot of physical pressure. Which leads to the mental pressure as well. I mean, and again, I, 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 I'm fascinated the way that this is playing out the rest of the season with the Bucks. Rogers is pushing 40. He just turned 38 this week, and it's and it could be down to those two guys. And then there's Kyler Murray running like a deer the way that he is. I've got Stafford on later on. Who do you think is at the top of this NFC roost when it's all said and done as we get set for the Vikings hosting the Steelers tonight to kick off Week 14, Chris? I know they haven't done it, but I'm going to give the Arizona Cardinals a chance because they present a number of problems um, for you offensively, and it starts with that quarterback. Um, They run a number of sets that you're going to have linebackers and you're going to have safeties or nickelbacks matched up on guys that they have them in a specific role, and Kingsbury's done a, a great job there. So, I'm looking for Arizona. I think everyone right now is like old Tampa Bay and Tom and old Green Bay if they get home field advantage. But if Arizona gets that number one seed and what they can do to stress out Tampa Bay's defense with their lack of depth as far as secondary and Green Bay, what they can do with Green Bay, um, I'm going with the Cardinals with a slight edge over those other teams. How about that? All right. How's your uh... – Wide out, uh, your wide receiver one, your WR1 pod treating you. How's that going for you? Everybody's doing good. It's doing good, man. It was doing good. You talk to a lot of guys. Of course, you know, wide receivers are easy to chat it up. Uh, of course and, they are. Um, the first year of doing it was very, very rewarding. Outstanding. Outstanding. So you said you're here in Southern California. That means you're here all month, right, Chris? No, no. I'm just I'm just dropping in. I, I come oh, okay. in every two or three weeks. Oh, okay. Everything. okay, that's perfect. So <laughs> if it's two or three weeks, that means you're back here for the Rose Bowl, right? That's what you're going to be here for the Rose Bowl? You coming here? I'm back here around. I, actually, I'm probably going to go watch Michigan on um, oh. New Year's Eve Oh, in Miami. You, oh. know, you know, that's where I reside. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, but Ohio State's coming here. It's a big game. Big game against Utah. Huge. I mean, you're not going to be here to watch Ohio State try to knock off Utah? Chris? No? Hey, Rich. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, Rich. Stop. Yeah. Stop. Okay, I said I'm going to the Michigan game. Okay. Well, I mean that's I said where I'm going that's to the Michigan game that's in the, Miami. That's because the winner goes on to you know play for it all. I mean, this is huge stakes in that game. But out here, there's a big Buckeyes Utes game that needs you to be here for it, Chris. Right? Let me tell you something. <laughs> You better be concerned about that front seven of Georgia, boy. <laughs> got some grown men. I'm sorry. I can't hear you over the checks that I'm writing right now. <laughs> I'm so glad that you're back in the rivalry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you saw that. You, you did see that Leo DiCaprio raising the champagne glass at you, Jeff, uh, that I tweeted at you, right? You did see that. Oh, of course. Okay, I, And... The, the re, um, yes. <laughs> uh, Booger 
Yes. He tried to send an all points bulletin telling people to look for me. But <laughs> I, I don't know some. Wait, wait, bro. Somewhere along the way, Booker thinks we're closer than what we are. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's why I sent the clown face. Now, Rich, the classy, please, oh man, yeah. absolutely, okay, absolutely, okay. You you yeah. you cut me with the razor blade, dude. Try to hit me with the with, with the machete. <laughs> I, I can respect that, Rich. <laughs> Great to see you, Chris, and chat with you. You be well. You take care. A Thanks. pleasure, Thanks man. Happy call. holidays right, to you and your family. Right back at you. That's Chris Carter, everybody. He's going to be at the National Championship semifinal game where Michigan's at. And I'll be out here in Los Angeles welcoming in all the Buckeye faithful to the big game against the Utes that Ohio State is circling right now on their calendar because that says that's what it's all about. Hashtag beat Utah for Ohio State. <laughs> I love at the beginning, Chris was like, I know you won't bring this up. And I was thinking, no, 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 Chris. He's dying to bring it up. I was just trying to be a professional <laughs> I off the top. But Chris was like, I'll bring it. No, 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 Chris. All he it was, wants it was, it was to coming. do is bring it up. <laughs> All right. So we've got Breer, right? We've gotten Breer. We've gotten Chris. Yep. Uh, bring me Graham Rahal. You had an, you know, I, I went back and forth with John Legend on Twitter. You had an opportunity to actually say something to his face for my my behalf when you cross paths with why, him. Why would I do that? Because <laughs> why would I? I would that? say something to somebody on your behalf. I would do that. I wouldn't ask you to do that. That's oh. the difference. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he, I, I kind of believe him. I've seen him stand next to a player from the Patriots Super Bowl teams and he was dying to talk to and Brockman would not talk to him. Oh, is that right? Who was that? Yeah. Who was that? Uh, Kevin Falk. Oh. <laughs> we were in Atlanta. Yeah. It was Kevin Falk. It was me. This it was really, Brockman. This, Brockman's in my ear like, is that Kevin Falk over there? So I'm like, yeah, bro. He's right there. about it. You used to work with Marshall. You know Marshall. You're friends no, with I know, Marshall. No, I know, like, I know. There's so many ways to go about but it you, with Kevin you Falk. You thinking that I should just unannounced go up to John Legend <laughs> and be like, yo, did you catch the game? No. 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 Rich Eisen says hello. That's it. That's all. What can go wrong? That's ridiculous. Why is it ridiculous? <laughs> that is so absurd. Rich says Rich wanted me to say hello. There you go. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> he won't turn his chair for that. That's your boy, man. All right, we'll take a break. Phone calls and so much more. Hour two coming up. Matthew Stafford, X, Y, and Z. All good things on the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> it's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung. And that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc. 
part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Back, back here on the Rich Eisen Show <laughs> Terrestrial Radio Network, 844-204-RICH being the number to dial. Um, so it's Bears and Packers Sunday Night Football Oh yeah, on NBC. And if the Vikings lose tonight, entirely possible, that will be for the NFC North Championship where the Packers can clinch the NFC North. <laughs> they can clinch, I don't mean to laugh, but they can clinch the NFC North in the longest regular season ever. They add one for everybody else to go try and beat them. They add one on the end and the Packers would be able to clinch it in 14 weeks. 13 games. And they're like, you get an extra one, everybody. And it doesn't matter. They already, with with a month to go in the longest regular season ever, they have a chance to clinch a playoff spot and be able to print playoff tickets for a Lambeau field game. Mm. And to be able to do it against the Bears, too, to sweep the Bears out would be particularly uh, chef's kiss. And it's been brought up to Aaron Rodgers this week that, hey, last time you faced him in Soldier Field, you, you, you let a fan in the stands know, I own you. I still own you. Thank you. There you go. Thank you very much. I still own you. That's what that was. I mean, he's right. And so it was brought up to Rodgers that, okay, now you're seeing them again. Your thoughts on your previous statement and how has it aged with you? Well, that comment was to the fans. Um, uh, who were giving me the bird. Um, but, uh, but look, this trash talk, uh, every single time you play in divisional games, uh, you know, look, I, you know, trash talk is what it is. It's a, it's a professional environment. It's not really a personal environment for the most part. Usually after the game, it's, uh, it's all love and positivity. Uh, I don't know that you can, uh, you can question a whole lot of what I said, you know, we've had a good record over the years against them and, and won a lot of games in Soldier Field and at Lambeau Field. So it's been a, it's been a great rivalry. I'm proud to be a part of it. Uh, you know, we have uh, have gotten the better of them the last, uh, I don't know, 27, 28 times we've played them for the most part. But, uh, you know, I'm sure a lot of times in, in you know situations like this, the trash talk is only able to be used if uh, – you know, if you're getting after that uh, individual that uh, that was trash talking. So in order to trash talk, you have to have a lot of confidence in uh, what you accomplished and uh, what you're going to accomplish in the future. At some point, what I said will be used against me. That's just part of it. But I have no, uh, you know, no regrets for saying what I said. And, and uh, obviously, I think the, the record kind of speaks for itself. But I get it. At some point, that will be used against me. It is what it is. I don't. I don't regret saying it at all. Just an absolute masterclass in wow. passive aggressivity. It really is. That that should be. If there's a passive aggressive Hall of Fame, 
Aaron Rodgers just made it. They we're waving the five year waiting period <laughs> off of that. Just a master class and just setting it up by saying, I know I said it was just the fans anyway. I don't mean any disrespect and, and they to my were flipping colleagues. Me off. Right. Yeah, like, I, you know, and I, I was just towards a fan that was, was disrespecting me. I, I didn't mean any disrespect to the players who I've beaten a lot. <laughs> and I don't mean any disrespect to the organization that, you know, the numbers kind of support my statement. <laughs> and. <laughs> And I understand at some point it can be used against me. That's the nature of trash talk. But you have to be confident in the fact that it won't while I'm still playing. Which is happening Sunday night against a team that, you know, I mean, if you look at the numbers, it supports my ownership of said players and organization. It is what it is. A little bit of a nice, uh, nice uh, cliche at the end there. Just fantastic. That was awesome. I have to give it up to him on that one. Very impressive. <laughs> and Jimmy Graham said, you know, it's, 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 that's nothing compared to the stuff I've said to people. Jimmy Graham said that he's not mic'd up for a reason. He doesn't wear NFL Films wires for a reason because he doesn't want any recording of what he's saying to others. And he said he has said worse boy. to many that yeah. he has scored against. So smart. <laughs> it does go both ways unless, you know, there's a one-way street that the owner of the Bears keeps driving his Green Bay Packer truck straight down at a very high rate of speed. Fantastic. <laughs> Sunday night football on NBC. The Chicago Bears are sending, yes, Justin Fields. And Mr. Montgomery in the direction of a Packers defense that has been on fire for two straight months in support of Aaron Rodgers. NFC North showdown. The NFC North can be clinched potentially with a win in Lambeau Field. Site of Sunday Night Football, 7 Eastern on NBC on Peacock as well. Okay, baby. That's the way we set things up. What's more likely? Hey. And Matthew Stafford coming up. 